It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. You have found the Love Ladies right here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, 101 FM, 1120 AM, Central Texas, Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater. And we have an amazing program in store for you today, friends. It's all about the love ladies today. You know, we had just been thinking that some of you may not know us as well as you want to. Some of you, some of you may know us too well, <laughs> and you've been yeah. listening for a long time. But we have all three love ladies together today, uh, Kathy Enderbrock and Marlene McMichael, and we are just so excited to kind of reintroduce ourselves to you today. Hello, Kathy Enderbrock. How are you? I'm doing so well, uh, Coach Carey. I just I'm excited about this program. Listening friends, I'm just excited to get to know you better and you to get to know us better and just what God is doing in our lives and and uh, what He's doing in the Austin area. We're excited to hear from you too about what He's doing in your life. And you can connect with us at Love Talk Radio at on Facebook or reach out to us on Instagram or go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com and you can email and connect with us there. We want to make sure that we're covering the topics that you are, are, are needing covered in your life, whether it's, gosh, we've done parenting and back to school and marriage. And Carrie, I think about the program where we had both of our husbands on. Oh, yeah, we've so done that fun. a couple of times mm-hmm. now. That was interesting. But yeah, I think today is just a get to know you kind of day. And so Marlene, it's just awesome to have all three of us together doing this program. Amen. I Hi. Like it. Hi, Marlene. How are you today? I am good. You're good? I'm good. Beautiful Saturday morning. I am. Um, we're, I'm excited to get to know you better, Marlene. Uh, you know, you have such vast experience of working in the government and in some form or another, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm excited to understand that the nuances of that as well as for our listening friends to get to know you better because this has been a treat for me over these last few months getting to know you and so I I'm just excited to get to know you even better you know as Kathy mentioned friends we have one two three four different ways for you to find us okay the first is you can go to the bridge they have an app that is the radio station here where we tape our programs each week um, and they have an app it's called the bridge and you can put that on your phone and then you can listen live at any point during the day um, let's say you go on your walk with your dog or you're out at the park or wherever um, you can Put your headphones in, and you can listen to uh, The Bridge live. And so you can find us there on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. You can go to Love Talk Radio on Facebook, and you can find us there, and you can interact with all of us, and you can ask us questions, and you can send us notes, and you can see our pictures on <laughs> on the website. And you can see what we look like. You can read all about us. Um, and it's it's just a great way to get to know us. You can go to Love Talk Network. Same thing. Love Talk Network. Type Google that in. And you'll see our bright, shiny faces pop up. There you can find a vast history of all of our programs. Um, you can even, Kathy and Eric have done just yeoman's work on this to make it to where you can just type in a keyword. Um, you can type in someone's name and you and um, programs will will populate, right, Kathy, on on that website. Yeah, I mean, we're if you know, could that website's Love Talk Network is always a work in progress. But you can actually go to our archives now, and if there was a favorite program that you listened to, where we maybe interviewed a guest like uh, Jeremy Story or uh, Nick Avoyacic with Life Without Limbs, um, you just you key in their name, or if there was a topic that we covered, you can key in that topic, and it will pull up any program. Uh, with that keyword in it. You can have a listen or share it with friends. And then the newest way to find us is on your favorite favorite podcast um, 
wherever you find your your podcast, whether that's Spotify or Apple or whatever, you can go and you type in Love Talk. Just all one word, smash it all together, Love Talk, and you will find our little icon there, and you can go and you can listen to um, our past programs on a podcast now. It's so great. We've been <laughs> looking forward to that. So I think we can say that right now we are doing a live taping of our podcast, (laughs) right? I mean, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So uh, all of those ways you can find us, you can share all of those ways with your friends. You know, if there's a particular topic that you really enjoyed, you can share that program with your friends. So um, goodness, there's no excuse for not finding us. That's for sure. No. And I just, one of our heart is not that it's, oh, it's all about us. So come and reach out to us. Our heart is that it's all about God. And we just want to share how, um, how, how God calls us to live out his word. He calls us to, to be in relationship with him. And, you know, sometimes, uh, when we're kind of struggling in that relationship or, or we just don't know the right way to walk this out or we're trying to be discerning and, and wise about his word and just applying that to our everyday walk and how to love people and how to be present and how to press into that relationship with him. That's, that's what we talk about every week on Love Talk. Three ladies from vastly different backgrounds. As you will discover, we come from very bit different backgrounds. And so we all have a slightly different approach, um, but we all love Jesus. We love the Lord. We love his word. And we just, our goal is to press into that relationship with him and to press into relationship with others and um, to see the world through his eyes, not to tremble at the things of the world, but to tremble at how awesome our God is. Mm, very well mm-hmm. said. As as usual, Kathy Enderbrock, excellent. <laughs> you know, uh, we go ahead, Marlene. Well, I was just going to say I'm the newbie in this team, mm-hmm. and so you two ladies are the um, experts and the tried and the <laughs> true, whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, one of the things when I'm really excited about this program because I do think some of our listeners may be new, and some mm-hmm. of them may have just forgotten. Mm-hmm. But could y'all, could the two of you? Tell us about Love Talk and where does that name come from? Because I'm going, you know, you used to say phraseology like Love Talk, Love Walk, and I'm going, what mm-hmm. does that even mean? You know, yeah. and so tell us about the history of this radio show because it's a long, wonderful history. It's beautiful. Yes, Kathy, I'm, I'm going to defer that one to you. Kathy has actually been a co-host of this program uh, for Probably six or eight months longer than than I have, right, Kathy? I mean, I think that's maybe a year longer than I have. Yeah, a little bit longer. You know, I it the love talk started with the first lady of love, uh, Miss Evelyn Davison, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and she is just uh, such a an incredible daughter of the King and such an an amazing mentor and has just led prayer and been a connector for uh, Texas in the state of Texas for years. And she actually started Love Talk over 37 years ago. And she was just seeking God about what he would have her do. And she was approached about uh, doing radio and she had been raised doing radio and, and had never wanted anything to do with it because she saw how much work it truly was. And um, but she was approached about radio. And so she just sought God, you know, as we ought to do when we're approached about opportunities. Is that something that God would have us yes say yes to? And um, so she thought, well, if I do this, Lord, what am I even supposed to talk about? What would you even have me get on the radio and say and uh, as Miss Evelyn recounts it, God was just very clear. Just talk about love. <laughs> talk about how to love, how to walk out love every day, how I've shown you to do it, how I've done it in your life, um, how my word shows uh, how to walk out love and, and uh, the love that you find in my word each day as you walk through its pages. And so uh, Miss Evelyn, she said, yes, I will do radio and I'm going to call it 
Love Talk, Love Walk. And uh, now she and her husband, Van, will, this is their, an ongoing argument. Van says <laughs> it, is. it is called Love Walk, Love Talk. But Miss Evelyn insists it's Love Talk, Love Walk. Anyway, either way, it, it's we've kind of shortened it to be Love Talk. It's called Love Talk Radio, Love Talk Network. And that's what it's become. But it did start um, in God's heart that he brought this this opportunity to Miss Evelyn Davison. And she gave him a yes, knowing that it was going to be a big work, but a great uh, journey and a wonderful adventure. And she invited me into that adventure with her uh, back in, oh, gosh, 2012. I think the first time I was on the program with her was April of, of 2012, and it was just by a fluke because I was doing National Day of Prayer, and she wanted me to just to come on and talk about the event in Georgetown, Texas, and what was going on with that. And she was doing a love talk with Cindy Vanna at the time, who I adore and love. Hello to you, Miss Cindy Vanna. I just I love you dearly and your wonderful husband, Jim. And uh, they invited me on, and we had so much fun. They decided we ought to do it again. And a couple months later, I ended up being on with them just once a month. And eventually, once a month turned into every week. And Miss Evelyn has been with us the entire time up until, gosh, Carrie, what would you say about last last January, February or so was her last taping with us? Right. It's been yeah, well, I think it's been about uh, almost a year now that um, mm-hmm. we've been going this alone, navigating these waters without um, our beautiful mentor and friend, Miss Mrs. Evelyn. Uh, she's 91 years old, my friends, and uh, she's approaching her 92nd birthday here in the next uh, <laughs> yes. five months or so. Um, and she's just precious, and she just loves Jesus. You know, I think the thing about Miss Evelyn that I just always appreciated so much is no matter how nervous I was when I walked in the studio or just maybe anxious that I wouldn't have the words to say or I wouldn't be knowledgeable in the topic, Miss Evelyn just has a way of making whoever she's around calm. And Mm -hmm. she just oozes Jesus. I I, I don't know how else to describe it. It, it, Jesus just is all over her, and it just – comes out in what she says and how she acts and and how she just loves people and so you know I would love one of my goals is to do a little research and find out this has this program has to be one of if not the longest running program radio program in Austin I mean love talk well, and I, I think even in Texas history, because I, I think that June Hunt, she's been doing um, Hope in the Night for 27 years. And um, so I and 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 Love Talk's been on longer than that. So, I, I mean, I think in the state of Texas, it's the longest running female hosted radio program. It's crazy. It's really crazy. There has to be somewhere we can find out that for for fact, right, where we can yeah. document that. But we're so grateful to Miss Evelyn um, for for just believing in us and for listening to God's call on her life. Um, and to hear her tell the story is hilarious. You know, her her dad <laughs> was in radio and she just said, you know, there's no way I'm ever doing radio because she just, just saw the amount of time that it took. But she's left such a legacy of love here in Austin for for us to continue. And, you know, in certain circles here in Austin, especially when you're at the governor's prayer breakfast or really talking to, you know, kind of people that have been in Austin for a while and you say the name Evelyn Davison, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Miss Evelyn. Oh, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> I feel like That's everyone true. knows Miss Evelyn and loves her and respects her. One of the biggest things that has impacted me, and I'll tell my story of how I came to to get on Love Talk here after the break, but Miss Evelyn used to use a term, love field. What is your love field? Where have you, where has God put you right now? Because you're, you're in a love field. And you may not you, you may not uh, have thought about it that way, but the first time she ever used that term, I thought, oh my, yes, wherever I am, whatever's going on in my life, that is my 
field where I am to impart God's love. I may not be here by choice, uh, you know, wherever wherever that place is, but it's my job to do that. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, we will discuss more. We'll hear from Marlene and her story as well as... And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. It is great to have you with us here on the Bridge Austin Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. I am one of your three co-hosts, Kathy Endebrock. I'm also here with in-studio Coach Carrie Brinkader and the beautiful Marlene McMichael. Well, friends, today's program is all about getting to know the ladies of Love Talk. Love Talk has been on the air for over 37 years, and it all started uh, with a yes that uh, Mrs. Evelyn Davison gave to the Lord when she was approached and asked, uh, by a close friend to get, get on and do radio, something that she in her heart had said a firm no to throughout her life. Uh, but God was, when, when God asks us to do something, you know, we, we, uh, we kind of know maybe it's in our best interest here to give a yes. Maybe we know that the master planner has a plan that's better than our plan and that it's a great adventure. So Miss Evelyn gave God a yes and began Love Talk, and she has been on Love Talk all of these years, and uh, finally, boy, she uh, turned 91, and uh, so Carrie and I have kind of taken on the program without her. She mentored us and, and grew us over the last uh, 10 years, and now we, we miss her de- dearly, but she's still listening every Saturday. Miss Evelyn, hello to you, and we are uh, just doing our best to glorify God and to love walk and love talk as you have taught us to do and as the Lord leads. And we're just grateful that we now have Marlene McMichael joining us and filling in that third a love lady spot. Marlene, we're excited to get to know, um, well, Carrie and I know you, but to get to know you more <laughs> and for our listeners to get to know you more. Thank you. You've been with us now a couple of months, Marlene. Oh. Uh, since about December. Yes. Awesome. So, yes. Awesome. So tell our listening friends how that came about. I remember Kathy coming in one day and saying, okay, Carrie, I know this lady. She's so fantastic. And I think we interviewed you once um, to talk with us, to talk about uh, you were working at um, – Texas State Technical College, Thank right? You. That was what TSTC. I called my fluff piece because it, I didn't have to have notes to talk about that. No. I've been with TSCC <laughs> for, uh, it, on the books, it was over about 17 years. So, yeah. Wow. So that was and, easy. Yeah, it was easy. That so was you, fluff. So you came in and we we talked about TSTC and just the work that you did um you know, helping them through government agencies. So talk a little bit about your job there and just tell us a little bit about you. Well, my, uh, my background is probably quite a bit different than, than most uh, women in our listening audience. Um, I, I had to work um, as a, a young mother. And uh, so I drug my, and my passion was government work. And that I knew that from the time I was probably, three or four years old that I was going to go into government work. Wow. And I can't explain that other than the fact that uh, my grandfather was a, an elected official and I admired him greatly. And it just uh, is just something I always uh, wanted to do as long as I can remember. And so uh, that was where I was headed. And I first started in that uh, arena working with Concerned Women for America, which is Be- Tim and Beverly LaHaye's organization. And uh, I was their state um, legislative liaison for a number of years, and that transitioned into a job at the Capitol, and that transitioned into actually running uh, the largest uh, bipartisan caucus within the legislature, which was a phenomenal uh, position that I I called it living on the edge of disaster all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Uh, one, one wrong move, and you would have half of the House or the Senate mad at you, and it was it was <laughs> quite amazing, and and I w- could go on from there, but that would take a, a tremendous amount of time to to hit all the spots. What I can say is that for some reason that I have not understood, um, God's hand has been there, and He's put me in places of influence that 
were quite remarkable, and and I I, I ended up with a, a career at uh, Texas State Technical College and did their government affairs work both federal and nationally for quite a number of years, and uh, we were very successful and. Uh, and I'm very grateful for the positions God has had. But I've always looked back, because I'm retired now, mm-hmm. retired at the end of March. And um, I've looked back and I've gone, wow, God. Mm-hmm. You know, wow, God. Even even as a very young uh, wife, I was 22, 23. And uh, I ran um, the worship and study retreats for uh uh, Protestant women of the chapel for all of NATO forces, and I oh, chaired wow. that, and that that was quite remarkable. And uh, for example, we always had waiting lists to go to those retreats, and, and but we could only hold 250 people, so I talked all the generals into letting us have two back-to-back retreats. And um, they said, "Well, we don't have the money for that," and I said, "That's okay. I'll get the speakers free." And so they paid travel, but they they took no honorarium and we did it and we had over uh-huh. 500 women who came from all of all the places where NATO forces were even some of those that on the books we we were not there oh, and uh, the secret and places the secret places and it was amazing so God has really done some amazing things and I'm very very grateful and and now I get to refocus and and um, do love talk you're so humble Marlene uh, you just kind of skip over all these things like they're just, you know, it's just all in a day's work, right? <laughs> Leading the largest bipartisan caucus. Oh, this job at the Capitol. Like, Marlene, tell us a little bit more, really. Like, tell us ab- about the caucus. Tell us about your job at the Capitol. Well, the caucus still exists. Um, it uh, When I started, they... they um, the, the caucus is, at least at the time I was there, had a board of directors of nine legislators. And it was, uh, again, bipartisan. Of course, that was decades ago when mm-hmm. there weren't very many uh, Republicans in the Texas House mm-hmm. or in the legislature. Sure. So the majority of the caucus were Democrats. But when um, I actually uh, started, um, the chairman of the caucus kept asking me to come on board as executive director, and I kept telling them no because my impression of the caucus was that it uh, they had some poor girl writing reports that nobody read, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to do that. And uh, fr- finally, a friend of mine, and I'll mention her name because uh, she was a gifted woman of God. Uh, her name was Susan Weddington. And she, at one time, chaired the Republican Party of Texas, and she has now gone on home to be with the Lord. But she was my best friend, and she said, Marlene, don't you understand the influence you would have? And I said, nope. <laughs> Please explain. And um, But basically, the, the caucus was there to help um, organize the legislators into a conservative position. It was called mm. the Texas Conservative Coalition. And um, and so you, the reports that you wrote were supposed to help them analyze legislation and know how to vote on that legislation. Well, that was in a day where members didn't have computers on the floor and and there wasn't an Internet access for them. So those reports were highly valuable. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were poorly designed. Uh, not They were, I'm sure, excellent material, but but poorly designed and that they were very lengthy for the time period that the, that the legislators had to review them. Mm-hmm. And so um, finally, the incoming uh, president of the caucus kept calling me at, at home. <laughs> and this was a legislator out of Houston who I came to, to love and admire. He was just a, a remarkable legislator. And, but uh, I finally gave up and I said, okay, I will become your executive director if you uh, allow me to make changes because I love organizational building and I've always been able to see how how to get from point A to, to point X, Y, Z in, in steps mm-hmm. and how to build mm-hmm. that. So we built that caucus of, over a period of about seven years from 20 members to over 108 members of the Texas legislature. Nice. And mm-hmm. it was both Democrat and Republican. We met I mean, the work was grueling, I, it was easily 17-hour days. Um, and uh, But it was, we did some dynamic things. We, you know, were able to pass some of the first pro-abortion, uh, 
pro-life legislation in Texas after Roe v. Wade. We were able to reform um, the welfare system. We were able to write the Texas property rights law. And these legislators worked their hearts out. But God just gave me favor. It was just Mm -hmm. an amazing thing in that, um, you know, I I kept telling them, I said, you know, you're conservatives. It doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. But if you don't articulate your message, nobody will hear it. And the pendulum of, of influence will swing to the left. So by you articulating your message and knowing how to do that, the pendulum becomes more moderate. And mm-hmm. um, and so I brought in uh, media specialists, and we, we trained them on how to, to deliver a message. I took them on retreats so that we could, <laughs> we could, you know, analyze our strengths and weaknesses and how to develop a strategy. And they let, they let all that happen. They'd never done anything <laughs> like that before. They allowed you know, it. It was just amazing. It was amazing. And, and, and literally the Austin American Statesman called us the most influential caucus in this Texas legislature. So it was, it was quite phenomenal. You're kind of a big deal, Marlene. You're so <laughs> humble. You know, and whenever I think about Marlene, the na- the word that comes to mind is just remarkable. A remarkable yeah. woman with a servant's heart. And the very first time I ever met her, I had just stepped into the role of city coordinator for National Day of Prayer. And um, I said, look, I just need someone who can introduce me to everyone and just, you know, help me understand how to make the most out of this role. And they said, oh, yeah, I have someone for you to meet. And they gave me Marlene's uh, phone number, and she was so gracious and so kind and introduced me to everyone and uh, just, you know, shared her contacts and ideas and everything. And truly, Marlene, you made all the difference with me stepping into that city coordinator role and and having the National Day of Prayer in the city of Georgetown uh, just grow as much as it did um, during the time I was coordinator. And I just so admire you and your ability to bring people together, um, not for your influence, but to help them, to, to help build and to help accomplish things together you definitely have the heart of we can do better together amen i like that i like that Mm. but it's it's been a fun ride and i'm very very grateful for um just god's hand and his favor you know Mm -hmm. i and and so at this point in my life (laughs) i am saying okay god you've done this all my life now what and so i'm really Mm -hmm. excited to find out the next chapter well, it's it's love talk. Okay, that's the beginning. <laughs> that's part of it. It's the beginning of the next chapter. It's the beginning, right? And you know, I I think for for me and Kathy, you know, our kids are about the same age, and we are going through the same things right now. And um, you bring a voice that is different than ours, which I so appreciate, and I um, I love. Your perspective, and I know our listening friends do as well, because um, it's just it's a again it's a different path that you've taken in your life that I I really don't know much about, and so your perspective on all things government, on all things official, and um, in this state legislature. And the way you write, holy cow, you are gifted. You are absolutely yes. gifted. And so it's been so fun uh, having you as our new co-host. Oh, thank you. Um, and um, it's just it's it's just been great. So good job, Kathy. Way to find the next love lady. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and you, one of my favorite uh, programs with you, Marlene, was our Easter program this this year. Yeah. And so, friends, if you go into our archives and just type in Easter, pull up our Easter program, you are going to learn about uh, just Marlene and, and more of her background and one of her favorite things about Easter and her favorite memories. And um, I just I felt like I got to know you so much better on that mm-hmm. program and got to know your heart. And mm-hmm. all right, so Coach Carrie, like we're halfway through this segment, and I, I love, I love our newest co-host, Marlene McMichael. Yes. Um, I also, aren't we halfway through our second segment? Yeah, yes, we are. are. Absolutely. Yes. So okay. hurry, hurry. And so, now, and, and so I think, okay, here we have someone in 
you know, she's in government. I don't like to say in politics because she's not a political person. She is in government right. as a servant. Yeah. You, Coach Carrie, and this is the reason why we call you coach, is that you are an NCAA Coach of the Year for women's basketball, which is mind-blowing to me. Ah, well, you're sweet. Um, yes, I did coach college basketball for 14 years, um, and what Kathy's referring to is I was named Coach of the Year in my in my league uh, back in 2015 when we won our conference championship and went to the national tournament, um, but I feel like the Lord has really gifted me in the area of coaching, and that's just kind of all kinds of coaching. Of course, I love coaching basketball. That's my passion. Um, and so when I left college coaching, I left college coaching in 2015, and honestly, I kind of went through a little bit of an identity crisis, right? Coaching had been a part of my life for so long, uh, college coaching for so long that um, I just didn't really know who I was without it. And the whole reason that I left college coaching was because after um, just that kind of storied season there in 2015, um, after, you know, we lost our, our, our last game and heading home and I look at my kids and I'm thinking, do I know your teacher's name? Do I know um, what you've been up to the last, you know, three months, six months? Um, of course, they traveled with me and and we spent a lot of time together, but I just felt so consumed by uh, other things. And so I left college coaching in order to be with my kids. And that was a struggle for me, right? Like that was really mm -hmm. a struggle for me. But during that time, uh, how I got involved with Love Talk, I think it was back in 2013, might have been 2014. Kathy, you and Miss Evelyn asked me to come on the program and talk about what it was like to mentor young women um, in a place where I couldn't overtly say, hey, Jesus loves you, right? Um, like I had to go about it in a, in a, in unique ways. Um, and so you guys had me on the program and of course I just fell in love with Miss Evelyn that day. And very shortly thereafter, she asked me to come on the program. Well, you guys asked me to come on the program once a month, kind of like your story, Kathy, mm -hmm. right? Once a month. And then when I got out of college coaching, Miss Evelyn literally jumped on that, uh, and said, Oh, okay. You're not college coaching anymore. How about you be on here every week? And oh, by the <laughs> way, how about you start writing programs? And that just blew my mind. Um, and she just really challenged me to get out of my comfort zone and start um, digging into the word and, and bringing programs to our listening audience in ways that would hopefully be meaningful. And uh, so... Um, Miss Evelyn was a big part of kind of reshaping how I thought about myself, right? I'm not just um, just a college coach and just a mom. I am a daughter of the king, and I have a lot to offer. So sometimes my perspective, and I, I was told um, last week by a very good friend of mine, he said, you know, Carrie, this was after a, a two and a half hour meeting, actually a two hour and forty five minute kind of committee meeting. He said, "Your your personality is very forceful," <laughs> and, I, and I just I cracked up because I, yeah, I just I kind of have to embrace it. Um, and I said, "Oh, by forceful, you mean loving and kind, right?" <laughs> he said, "Well, yeah, if you know your heart, yeah, for sure, you you are loving and kind, but." Um, you know, I, it, I, I am, I, I do bring a very big personality as I use my hands right now to talk because I, that's, that's what I do. Um, even though you can't see me, I'm, my hands are big. Um, and so I just, I kind of do everything big. We describe my son like that, but I guess he comes by it honestly. Um, and I've just loved being a co-host here on Love Talk. Um, I, I enjoy writing programs. I enjoy digging into scripture. And I think I, I always find myself saying this, Kathy, I, I go, well, I am looking at this topic in a little bit different light, right? I try to, <laughs> um, I don't know, God's doing, does weird things with my brain. And I, and I think about things some way 
sometimes differently than you do, Kathy, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've I've left my time here on Love Talk. I just can't thank Miss Evelyn enough for trusting me and mentoring me along this journey. Um, so it's just just really been been great. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I just love about Miss Evelyn is that she has a way to make things that would otherwise scare you to death sound like a ton of fun. Right. You know, like, oh, yes, you can think of a million reasons why you can't do this or you can just enjoy doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah. she just has a way that she brings joy to every every single thing. And we just adore and, and love her. Yeah. And sure. um, well, Kathy, yeah. tell us tell us about your family. Okay, yeah. So three girls, and uh, one is just finishing up her undergraduate and starting to apply to graduate school. That's Aaliyah. She's a Baylor, Baylor student. I have another Jordan, my middle, who's a sophomore in college at, at uh, Boise State University. And then I have a youngest, Faithy, who is uh, attending the most incredible classical Christian education school um all three girls have gone and done classical christian education and i and i just I, I just love it i adore the model they understand how to think logically how to present an art uh, an argument soundly they understand that that feelings can lie to you but logic and re- sound logic and reasoning will get you to the truth and i just mm-hmm. adore that because you know we just see it missing from today's um education system and so I just love that the girls can really uh, present a sound argument and think clearly about things and so um, my husband Eric we have been married since 1994 and it's always hard for me to kind of do the math that's something like maybe 27 28 years and um, we don't really keep track you know we tend to forget wedding anniversaries which people I think I've gotten the response that well that's so awful but I'm thinking, boy, he's lucky because there's no great expectation. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't have it marked on my calendar. And uh, generally, we remember that it's our wedding anniversary because we get a card from some dear friends, Mac and BK Bynum, wishing us happy anniversary oh, each year. Funny. And that's, that's kind of our reminder. That's but, um so my my background, I was always very much an academic, very hard worker. I worked in... um opening large entertainment properties and that is a really nice way of saying casino hotels so (laughs) my background is not that of anything that really a christian should have been involved in and uh you know in in college uh um a young man that i went out to a midnight dinner with after we had gotten off of a late shift uh he ended up in a uh, cut up in a trunk in the desert in Las Vegas. So not I was not kind of running with the greatest in the greatest field or with the greatest crowd. And uh, but God always protected me and he got a hold of my heart. And uh, so after a long career opening casino hotels and experiencing vastly different cultures, living in Australia for a while and uh, getting to experience that, he got a hold of my heart, and I left all that behind and decided to really follow him wholeheartedly. Mm. Wow! Wow! Um, well, I, we we have one other thing in common, Kathy. The okay. Sheridan Hotel in Georgetown was my project. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> It's not a casino, though. It's not a casino. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a hotel. It's a hotel. Well, I tell you, I'll never, I'll never forget when um, I was in Australia opening this large. It was the largest hotel casino property opening in Australia's history, and uh, they had brought Mike Mecca out. Uh, he was the he had been the president of Caesars at the time, so they brought him out to do this property opening. And um, I never really believed in the triad, which is the a Chinese mafia. But uh, after that experience, it gave me a whole new appreciation for Chinese culture mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what is truly going on there that, you know, I mean, there are there is, you know, God is everywhere reaching people and calling out to their hearts. But there is also, you know, wicked men every and, and women, um, you know, everywhere you go. And we have to live 
eyes wide open, but looking up to God. We have to keep our eyes focused on God and uh, going in the places where he wants us to go uh, for him and not for ourselves. Absolutely. Friends, we have to take a break here, but you will have more with the three love ladies, Kathy Keery and Marlene, when we return to Love Talk right after these messages from our amazing sponsors. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. It's all about the love ladies today. (laughs) Not really. I mean, we always give God the glory, but we figured you, our listening friends, would want to get to know us a little bit better, especially since we have a beautiful new co-host, Marlene McMichael. And, of course, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkgater, and we also have Kathy Enderbrock here in studios. So, um, all right, ladies, when we went to break, Kathy, you were telling us, holy cow, about, you know, your amazing job opening um, hotels and casinos um, and then how Miss Evelyn just uh, brought you in to be a love lady and you told us about your three beautiful daughters and your amazing husband, Eric. Now, Marlene, tell us about your little family. Well, I have a daughter. She is grown, and uh, but I... I'm very, very proud of her. Yes, Um, as you should be. One of the things that she used to tell me was that, Mom, you made me comfortable everywhere because she was comfortable in the barn and she was comfortable at the symphony. And she was comfortable with, because I used to visit a lot with the older population in retirement homes. And so she was comfortable with old people. and, And she also grew up at the Capitol. And I'll never forget the time I... Uh, introduced her to uh, uh, one of my bosses, one of the legislators, and he stuck out his hand to shake his hand, and she stuck it out and gave him a real limp wrist uh, handshake. And I didn't think. I just acted, and I grabbed his wrist, and I grabbed her wrist and at the same time, and I said, now shake his hand right, Cara. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was nuts, but she never forgot it. <laughs> but uh, she's amazing. She lives in San Antonio now, and she runs the largest human trafficking interdiction unit in the state, and I'm very, very wow. proud of her. Wow. And I tear up. <laughs> As you tear up. We've had Kara on the program several years ago. Um, that's where I first heard your name, Marlene, was when we were interviewing your amazing daughter. She was still living in D.C. at the time. Yes. Um, and um, she was, oh, man, so smart and articulate. Holy cow. Um, you have raised a wonderful, wonderful young lady. So we, you can imagine our conversations when we get together because we talk all things politics all and things, government. government. And <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sure um, the people around you in the restaurant are have their ears open to hear you <laughs> ladies for sure. Um, well, my my little family, uh, family of four, um, been married to my husband, Ashley. Um, we just celebrated our anniversary, so 27 years. So not only one year behind you, Kathy. Um, got married in 1995. Uh, met my husband when we were in college uh, at Southwestern University in Georgetown. And we have two amazing kiddos. Our daughter, Mackenzie, is a freshman in college at Lipscomb University. And holy cow, she is embracing all things Nashville and all things Lipscomb. She's been to every single home athletic event. Uh, She's playing basketball in the gym and everybody's like do you play basketball here and she she's met a lot of people in the gym no she's not playing basketball at Lipscomb but she's enjoying um playing basketball there at the rec center um and meeting people through that um she is a biomedical physics major which I find Eye-crossing and mind-boggling. I can think of almost nothing worse than Calculus 2 at 8 a.m. every single day. Um, But she is loving it. You know, her and your girl, your oldest, Aaliyah, Kathy, kind of, I think, have that same, you know, math-science brain thing going on. Um, They do. Yeah, they're just uh, remarkable. And then our son, Logan, he's a senior in high school, and uh, he and Kathy's youngest daughter, Faithy, are wonderful, wonderful friends, uh, the best of friends, I would say, um, mm-hmm. able to talk with each other about anything. Um, but he's a senior in high school and just 
so excited about this opportunity for him this year. He's been in private school. Amazing, amazing classical Christian education up until this year. And we made the change to Georgetown High School. And uh, he's just loving life. And I tell you, ladies, um, we've just found a, just a unique experience for him. His coach uh, and his coach's family love Jesus. And um, I know you don't always find that. You know, everywhere you go, obviously, but it's just been a great experience for him so far. So really looking forward to this season. But that's about my little family. Now, Kathy, Marlene, Miss Evelyn always had a question for all of our listeners, all of our guests. uh, But I think we need to ask each other this question. Kathy, how did you come to know that Jesus loves you? I think this is going to have to be the speed answer. Speed answer. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I think I understood my whole life that Jesus loved me. I, I was kind of raised having that knowledge, you know, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Like I I, I just I didn't doubt that. I, I knew that there was this Jesus. I knew that I couldn't see him. I knew that he was God's son. I knew that he loved me. I knew that God loved me um, and that and that and that. Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit were one. Um, you know, my mom came from a Jewish background, and we it's, you know, the Shema, which is hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So I, I understood that. I think for me, the understanding about God's love happened in two more phases. Um, mm-hmm. Understanding that he gave his life for mine, that happened when I was at age 11, um, and I was just crying because... I I never wanted to be separated from my great grandmother. Mm. And so my grandmother looked at me almost surprised and said, well, Kathy, don't you know that Jesus made a way for you never to have to live without great grandma? And I, I mean, I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and um, so she held my hand and just helped me talk to God, helped me to ask for forgiveness for my selfishness, for my sin, and to tell to tell God that, hey, I had just learned about this amazing secret, his gift of eternal life, and that I knew my great-grandma had already accepted, and I wanted to accept it too. And so I went through that prayer, and um, and with my grandmother, so my great-grandmother's um, daughter, and after that, I, I, never, I never cried. I never fretted again because I knew that that even when my great grandmother passed that she was not dead she was fully alive and that i would i would just it was just going to be a while before my physical eyes were going to get to see her again that when my physical eyes became spiritual eyes i would be able to see her again so that kind of took care of that but then the third thing for me was understanding that this creator of the universe this god who had created me who had formed me who had a plan for my life that he actually wanted a personal relationship with me. And that didn't happen until years later when I was about 27 living in Australia. And that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. But so for me, understanding that personal relationship, understanding Christ loved me, Jesus loved me, huge. Understanding his gift of eternal life, again, life transforming. But then understanding that he wanted a personal relationship with me, that is the moment that everything in my life completely changed. So, wow. All right. Marlene, Marlene Carey. My goodness, this is going to have to be a speed record. Um, <laughs> like you, Kathy, I, I spent most of my life aware of God and, and very much believing in God and uh, knowing he had a destiny for me that was very uh, profound. But it wasn't until I... Um, I transitioned from high school to college that because um, I was very self-determined. I'd, I'd lost my father, and um, I was determined to prove myself to him, I guess, even mm-hmm. in his death. And um, he, at any rate, the, the, the short story is I got involved in a singing group uh, through some dear, my roommate and her dear friend, um, one of which I spent four hours with this past week, Susan Aww. Owens. So shout out to Susan. I would not be where I am in the Lord without Susan Aww. Owens, who has a fabulous music ministry and uh, the voice of an angel. I just love her dearly. But they got me involved in this singing group and would literally have to sing in my ears to keep me on pitch. <laughs> but we were singing in a revival 
in a little bitty tiny town in Texas, and the preacher was talking about the rich young ruler who had one thing against God. Uh, you know, he wouldn't give up his riches, and he wouldn't, you know, do these things. And and I thought, that's me. And I gave my life to God, and it, mm-hmm. I never looked back. And my mother thought I had a nervous breakdown because I changed so much. But <laughs> it was wonderful, and, and I still don't look back. It, uh, God is the source of all that is within me. Wow. Wow. Well, for me, you know, I, I again, I, I grew up in a church with parents who loved the Lord dearly. But I did not really make it a personal relationship until I, I think the first time, the the time that really sticks out in my head is I was already married. Ashley and I were married. We were in sitting in church in Auburn, Alabama, and the pastor was preaching this series of sermons on very hard things. I mean, a woman got up one Sunday and talked about the abortion that she had had. A man got up and talked about the affair that he had had and, you know, and how God had come in and rescued them and saved them from their shame and their guilt and, 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 and just from themselves really. And I looked at how I had led my life for many years um, and thought, you do love me, Lord, no matter what I've been through, no matter what I've done, that's painful and shameful. You truly love me. And at that moment, I just remember breaking down and going, okay, okay, Lord, it's yours. This marriage is yours. My life is yours. Here we go. And um, it was just so impactful for me, that moment. I can see that church. I can just see um, ourselves sitting there. So, friends, if you're thinking that, if you're thinking, uh, wow, I don't know, can the Lord love me? Sounds like you ladies live pretty great lives, I'm telling you right now. We have our struggles, we have our pain, we have our shame, we have things that we've been through that are hard, but we've walked through it with the Lord, and that's how we got through. Friends, we love you. Here we are, the Love Ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater, of course, Marlene McMichael and Kathy Endebrock. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Love Talk Network. Go to the podcast. Find us there at Love Talk. Uh, We are so grateful that you are with us, and we'll see you next time right here. I'm Love Talk.